Welcome back to another podcast. This is season two, episode two, uh, with me and Ruben. Hello. We're Hello. Be, we're gonna be talking about uh, this last week. What um, a lot of things happened. Uh, at least for me, I haven't really talked much to Ruben about it yet because I want it to be natural. So uh, yeah, we're gonna jump right into it. So these past these past few weeks, I've been reading different couple Bible plans and. I had find found a Bible plan. It was talking about healing. You know, a lot of people want healing. A lot of people want to heal people. And sometimes we just don't know where to start. And I've been reading this Bible plan. It's called How to Pray for Healing. And I'm only, there's only nine days in the Bible plan. But, like, I'm only on day five. And right now, it's been talking about how, like, you know, we got to lay hands on people. We got to lay hands on people for that are sick, that are ill, that, you know, they're dealing with something, you know, you lay you lay your hands on and you have to full heartedly believe that they're going to be healed. Because if you don't, then the healing's not going to work. If you don't believe that God is going to be able to heal this person, then you're just praying for them for no reason. You got to you got to lay you got to lay hands on them and 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 believe in your heart full heartedly that who you're who you're praying for for healing is going to get healed and and it's funny because what i thought this bible plan was going to be was like you know how to find healing for yourself and you know how to grow in healing but it's more of like healing others going out and healing others and like even in the bible plan it talks about how to put it in practice when you're going when you know if alex is sick like i got lay hands and fully believe like lord heal heal alex from his sickness you know and if if there's only just a little bit of doubt in there it's gonna be like reuben you you didn't believe you didn't believe that i could heal alex but you got to go in there fully fully equipped that you're able to heal people i think my the next day is going to be talking about casting out uh demons and, and stuff like that. So, yeah. <laughs> when you look at it from God's perspective, it's like, you know, he's definitely real. He knows he's real. And he's watching you. He's like, is he going to believe completely? Because he knows your heart and your thoughts. Mm-hmm. And then when you have, when you do have that tiny bit of doubt, it's like, really, bro? Like, I'm right here. How are you going to doubt me when, like, you know I'm real. There's too much evidence. It yeah. says in the Bible that everybody knows God is real. They just suppress the truth. Yeah. And... Yeah, looking at it from God's perspective, really, it kind of it kind of helps, you know, when when you're thinking about like why why do I need to have complete faith? It's like because you know God's watching you. He's like, do you really believe in me or not? You know, it's it's black or white, not ninety percent, fifty percent. You know. And sometimes we do come, yeah. And sometimes we do come with like doubts do arise, doubts. Mm-hmm. Sorry, doubts do um usually arise, and sometimes it's from the devil because it's trying he's trying to sway you away from like hey like. God could help you in this situation, but nope. Now, like, these doubts just, just pop up in your head, and now you're just like, oh, should I really believe that God's going to be able to help me? And that's just a trap from the devil, and you got to be, um, what's the word? V- vigilant? And, v- like, vigilant, yeah. You got to be vigilant. Vigilant. That this is a lie from the devil, and you got to, you know, cast cast that down before it it take root in your in your head um but is there anything you've learned yeah, you this really past this past week uh th- this is a couple of things i learned it was it was um 
Well, I read Proverbs yesterday, and that kind of, it was the last thing I read, so that kind of stuck out to me more. I was talking about, you know, like, the perfect wife or whatever, but uh, anyways. Uh, there, but there's something else I want to talk about. It was um, this week, me and my youth pastor, Eddie, was talking about why our, our, my leaders, when I was a kid, why they, like, walked away from the church and was like, oh, when I, I looked up to them in the church and was like, dude, I'm going to follow these people. These people know what they're talking about. They read the Bible and they follow Jesus, and, you know, I'm going to be like them. And then now here I am, the leader. I'm in their spot, um, how I used to look at them, and they're not in church. Some of them some of them are, are, are um, just living sinful lives. Some of them just don't go to church, not living, like, significantly sinful lives. But some are just, like totally off the rails, like, forget God, whatever, you know, uh, going back to doing drugs and, and whatnot, but I really, I was thinking, like, how in the world do they get from here, helping in the church, to over there, wherever that is, like, wherever mm-hmm. they are, all the way over there, and I was like, well, I don't want to be here now and in five years be all over there with them, you know, I was like, really, why in the world do they fall into this trap because when you read the bible you know the devil's playbook you know he lies you know what he uses you know he uses like um just a bunch of sins and temptations to get you to sin and then uh we know about grace we know that god has forgiven us past present and future you know i i I really don't know what it is so i prayed to god i was like please show me what it is that's that's getting these people that are like strong in the church and like well known in the church to mm-hmm. leave the church. Yeah. And the very next day, it was Sunday. I was at church. It was in the morning and I was just not feeling it. I was talking to to one guy and he told me something like, "Oh, you shouldn't do this." And I was mad cuz he was kind of mean. <laughs> and then I talked to someone else. They were kind of mean. And then uh, what what happened that really it really put me over the scale. Like I was I I don't, I don't know what it what was it? I don't know. I think I think it was just a bunch of different people making me mad, and then my my heart was beating really fast because I was like, all right, I have to be nice, you know. I'm 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 like kind of well known in the church, so you know if I'm over here mad and angry and like like giving people looks and stuff, it's like, you know, it's bad for, I don't know, for someone that's not a a, a mature Christian to see that, and um, I was just I was really struggling, and I had to walk away because I usually hang out with my my fiance all day, like we walked together and everything. I was like, listen, babe, you gotta go away for a little bit. I, I didn't say it like this, I was kinda angry, <laughs> but I was like I was like, You gotta go away. I need some alone time. So I went into my, my office and then I I read the Bible and then I remembered I prayed to God, like, why do people leave the church? Like why do people that are well known in the church leave the church? And the, and I realized right in that moment, like, oh shoot. This feeling that I have now, this anger right now, that out of out of nowhere, just people in the church making mad, people doing this and that, you know, that could really, really drive someone away from the church. And then again, I think it was today, um, I saw a video of some guy talking about, you can have all the answers to every skeptic um, against the Bible and everything and, and tell them the truth and everything. And when they, they say... I don't believe in the Bible because of one, two, three, and then you disprove one, two, three, they're still not going to believe in the Bible because that's not what they were, that's not the reason why they didn't believe in the Bible in the Mm -hmm. first place. A lot of it, 
a lot of times we don't factor in emotions, people's emotions. People's emotions drive a lot of their thought process and a lot of, you know, their belief system and everything. If they don't feel like doing what's right, they're not going to do what's right. If they feel like sinning, they're going to go and sin. If they know being being homosexual is a sin and they feel like doing it, they have a choice. They're either going to do what they feel or they're going to do what they know is right. You know, and I, I, I got like... It was like boom, and God is like God like answered my prayers right there. I was like, oh shoot, God, I get it now. That's a big reason why somebody would leave the church. Whoever you know, high up people too. And I know like two other couples had recently just left the church because they got in like like little squabbles. You know, it's no, nothing important, but it was like fights with people and they disagreements. They leave the church cause, yeah, little little disagreements can drive you away from the church. And if you don't find another church, you know. You stop going to church, you end up stop reading the Bible, and you end up in that place. You know, it's not that hard to to end up in that place. But the solution, I was thinking like, okay, so well now what's the solution? You need to have your own personal relationship with God. Not a personal relationship with the people in the church that gets you to God. You gotta have your own personal relationship with God. So whether you're lone like like alone on an island you still have that relationship with God. You don't need the people in the church to have the relationship with God. It is good to be with the people in the church because it's all God's family. We're supposed to all work together, mm -hmm. but we're not perfect. We don't always work together. We we sometimes we fight and squabble and you know whatever. Yeah, everybody everybody got faults, and sometimes that's where arguments happen. You know, someone exposes somebody's fault and they don't do it in a, uh, I say like. Like a loving way. A loving way. They don't say. They don't say in a loving way. And someone might take it as offense. Like, wait, what do you mean that way? And sometimes that's how you know disagreements happen and little squabbles. And then they're like, you know what? I'm not coming back to this church. You guys are this and this, and 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 they leave. And mm -hmm. that's the thing. You have to be really careful about judging others. I per se, because yeah. again, a lot of people will take it the wrong way. And if it's not the way that we're supposed to do it like the bible says then they're gonna just get some a negative feedback from it you know mm -hmm. um i'm trying to think if that if i've ever seen seen what you're talking about through the through the church or in church like my life in general but i haven't really seen it i know i know like it's it's really for me it's like really odd because like the church i grew up in like yes every, like the 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 younger the older people that i i looked up to and 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 that was teaching me the word like i was like yeah like i i wasn't even thinking about like being with them because i was like literally like such in the world like i knew i knew who jesus was but it was like i was like you guys still gonna do your own thing like i don't really care like what you guys saying like what you're telling yeah. me is just what everybody like what my parents say but like like there is a point of time where, like, even a slip-up, you know, a slip-up of, like, like getting into drugs, you know, a slip-up of um, um, getting into um, drinking, it pushes you way back from the church. But... Yeah, but it can push you away from the church. Yeah. Um, but going off of what I had said earlier about, like, people going by their emotions and everything, um, love is an emotion, and... The way we, we we can, like, show love to those people that are unbelievers and things like that. And that's really, really effective. And in the Bible, in uh, Mark 12, 
We're going to say 29. It says, Jesus replied, The most important commandment is this. Listen, O Israel. The Lord our God is the one and only Lord. And you must love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, all your mind, and all your strength. The second is equally important. Look, the second best commandment is equally important. Let's like, mm-hmm. okay, are they both number one? Or like, what, what's going on here, you know? Love your neighbor as yourself. No other commandment is greater than these. Okay, so love your God, that's implied. You know, we're Christians, we're, 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 we have a relationship with God. If we don't mm-hmm. have a relationship with God, you're not, you're not, you're not, I don't want to say a Christian, because there's other denominations that just go off of different things, but you're pretty much, you're not a Christian. You can call yourself a Christian all you want. There's, there's a, I just saw a gay pastor or a transgender pastor. I'm Pastor Karen. I'm transgender and I'm a child of God, something like that. And I was like, what? Like you're False. confusing everybody, you False. know. He's got the spirit of confusion heavy. Yeah. You know, but um That's the yeah. Thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, there's a lot of people that can call themselves Christians, but you know, if you yeah. don't have a relationship with God, how can you are you going to heaven? You know, you have to believe in Jesus to go to heaven, you know, to be saved. Believe in Jesus, believe that he rose again uh on the third day, and uh yeah, confess with your mouth. Yeah. That's one thing you have to be to be a Christian. You have to do that. You have to have a relationship with God. I thought you were going to add on to this. <laughs> I thought you were going to add on to what you are saying. Um, but, yeah, sometimes a lot of people say they're Christians, but they don't have that relationship with God. And like, Ridiculous. And, like, yeah, you could go on to the world. You, you accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior. And you could go on the world and continue doing what you're doing. But it goes again, like, if you're wool- willingly sinning, knowing that, I think there's some a verse about that. It's like, if you know what so, is wrong, yeah, like if you know what is wrong, and you continue to do that wrong, is something like that, right? Uh, there's no grace. There's no grace that abounds for it or something like that. Don't don't quote me on that. But it's like <laughs> it's it's something as like if 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 I tell Alex something, right? If I tell Alex, what an analogy. So like. If I see Alex speeding, right? If I see Alex speeding, I'm like, Alex, do not speed, bro. Like, speeding is bad. But Alex continues to speed regardless of my warning. Like, bro, like, speeding is bad. At this point, the consequences that he's going to have for himself is going to happen because he, does, he doesn't want to stop speeding. That's, it's it's kind of referred to that same verse, but I'm trying to remember the, the verse. But, like... I thought you were going to say, as, like being a Christian and then still sinning. Yeah. Is like um the salt that loses its flavor and then once the salt loses its flavor it's it's nothing any, it's it's it's, 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 it's similar to that too. It's yeah. similar to that verse as well. Like like okay, yeah, you're a Christian but are you are you walking like are you walking like Christ like Christ? Are you getting to are you trying to get a deeper relationship with God? Because again, a lot a lot of times you hear a lot of preachers tell you, even your pastor will tell you, even your probably your parents say like People watch how you move. People watch how you mm-hmm. are around other people, yeah. and they're gonna judge you off. Like, oh, I know that. I know. I know that Ruben's a Christian, but and people are gonna judge you, even in the church. Re- regardless, people, people regardless, just, they're not perfect. You know, they're gonna judge. They're they, gonna judge. We're you. not perfect, but they're gonna be like, isn't he supposed to be a middle school youth leader? Why he's doing this this thing? It was like, mm-hmm. it's like, hey. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta 
You always got to be alert. Always. You got to be alert. You got to be alert. And you got to take the position that God has given you and do it to the best of your ability. Mm-hmm. Not even to the point where, like, oh, I'm a middle school leader. Now I'm going to just do. I'm still going to teach the middle schools, but I'm going to just do keep doing doing what I do. No. Doing cocaine now on the you, side. Now you got to change how you are because now more people. Are, now you have people looking up at you and they're seeking information from you. This much is true. Yeah. You don't want to lead them away. Yeah, exactly. Lead them astray. Lead them astray. You don't want that to happen. But uh, straight to the slaughter. <laughs> I don't know about straight. Well, yeah, actually yeah. straight to the slaughter. But uh, <laughs> some people can lead people straight to the slaughter, and that sucks because it says they got a big, big punishment. I think it's specifically for pastors and teachers. They're gonna have a bigger punishment if they're leading them away from Jesus, like the the wolves or whatever. And that's funny. Because I think I, I don't know. I, I don't remember exactly. That's kind of funny because there's like nowadays we have like a lot of, like if you really don't know your word, a lot of these pastors and teachers that you watch online, if you don't, if you don't have the discernment and you don't really get deep in your word, sometimes that pastor could say something that you think it sound it sounds good. It sounds good to the ear. It sounds good, but sometimes it's like. What is he? What is he talking about? <laughs> what is he talking about? Yeah, make sure he's um, with the Bible. He's reading from the Bible, getting his stuff from the Bible. Because if you're not getting your stuff from the Bible, it could be twisted a little yeah, bit here, a yeah. little bit there, you know, a little bit over here, you know. And and what's funny is like today I did a video about being um, walking in per- perseverance and being persistent. You know, if you're not being persistent in your word and your prayer. And, and, and talking to God, I always put those two separate because a lot of people want to like, yes, prayer, you're still talking to God. But like there's times where, again, like you could just talk to God. You could talk to God about your problems. You could talk to God about your day and you could just talk to God. You don't it doesn't have to be a point where like, yes, it's respectful. Get on your knees and, you know, show um, um show God, you know, respect. But like, mm-hmm. if you're if you're going through stuff and you're depressed and you're sad and like you have no one to talk to, talk to God. God is there. God is there to 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 listen to us. You know, yeah. He's there to to give us strength in times where you know we are weak. Um, that's something that I try to still do even today. Like try to separate. Like yeah, I I prayed a little bit, but did I did I spend time talking to God? You know, asking God. Um, you know, telling God about my day, asking God, like, what does he want me to do in my life and stuff like that? You know, mm-hmm. there was a time in my life when I started going back to the church, I was only bringing requests to God. Like, I was even seeking, asking God, like, how he's doing. I was just like, Lord, I need this, I need that, and this, this, and this, and this. And then, boom, that's the, that's the only conversation I have with God. But, like, you have to make it to a practice to be like, Lord, mm-hmm. I thank you for allowing me to wake up this morning. Because a lot of people didn't wake up this morning. I thank you, Lord, that I have food on my table. A lot of people didn't have food on their yeah. table. And et cetera, et cetera. Like, like, people don't realize, like, if you have a house over your head, you know, you have food, you're living pretty good compared to some people that have to wake up and walk a bunch of miles to go just get water. Very true. Very true. Like, And it might seem tedious because you, you think, oh, I'll always have food. I'll always do this. Yeah. And it might be tedious. You might do it every single day of your life. You might be a millionaire uh, still thanking God for your for your food. But, hey, you're thanking God for your food. What if you didn't thank God? What if it wasn't yeah. that? You know? It goes to even that. Like, there's times we forget to even thank God for our food. It's like, 
Lord, yeah. <laughs> thanks for providing food for me because a lot of people are they don't have food. Yeah, it's and it's it's, it's not about the words you say. It's about the your, gratefulness of your heart, the humbleness, you know, the goodness, mm-hmm. the humbleness, the happiness. You know, when I'm really happy, I'm like, thank you God for whatever. Thank you God for this. Thank but, you for my socks. You and know? that's and that's good. Like you go off. You're they're thanking God during the good times, but what are you doing during the times you're you're sad? That's when it gets right. hard. You Some people are like, oh no, I gotta I gotta figure out something. Oh, bills are overdue, but. Those are the times you do want to see God, but don't make it to a point where you only see God when you're in trouble, you know? Mm. It's like, oh, Lord, it's happening again. I need you. But when, I don't know, you get a, a raise from work, you're like, yeah, I did it. and It was only me. I didn't need anybody else. And like, hold on. God gave you that raise. Like, it's, it's, it, you got to, you got to. Oh, once, yeah. Keeping the glory for yourself. That's. That's you something got, some people fall into all the time. You, I fall into that sometimes. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's a hard thing. Sometimes it's hard to differentiate between, am I being cocky here? Or am I, you know, this, this, and that. Now, if you feel like you're being cocky, you're probably being cocky. I'm just saying. You I'm, probably are. I mean, I, I think I'd probably be on that stage. But I think I've, I've practiced, I've been practicing well enough to where I was like, everything that's good happening in my life is God. Like, God yeah. did this. Yeah. Like, I didn't do anything. And even in the times where, like, it's not going my way, I'm just like, you know what? Thank you, Lord, for, like, allowing me to have these opportunities and, and that I'm able to build a, a certain trait in myself about this certain situation. Because, again, even in the time you're going through a season or you're, 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 you're just down right now, God is building something in you for the future that he has planned for you. Um, and I try not to, I'm a person that don't like gloating about even the, the things I get. Cause I'm like, they're just stuff. <laughs> they're just stuff at the end of the day. They're just stuff. But there is time where like, like if God gives you, I'm trying to find something that I could correlate to where it's like, it is good and you should share it with everybody else. But it's not to the point where you're like showing off. I don't know, but me on the other hand, I got a new guitar. You know, that's pretty dope. I mean, yeah, Yeah. (laughs) having a new guitar, right? You're having a new guitar. He could call. He could go to church like, "Hey guys, I got this new guitar," and it's not like he's showing it off. He's just like, "Bro, like God provided me with a new guitar. Like now I can practice songs and 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 just make music." Trying to learn how to be better. Yeah, it's. It's, 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 there's things in us that God is always going to continue changing in us because sometimes we can't see it, but God could see it, yeah. you know? I think, I think what you're trying to say is, you know, when, when you don't know if you should gloat or not, it really depends on the heart situation. Yeah. If your heart yeah. is just really happy and you want to tell people, dude, look at my, look, I got a guitar. Like, oh my gosh, yeah, oh, I'm so excited. Mm-hmm. That's, that's good. That's fine. It's out of the happiness and the joy of your heart. But when you're like, oh, I gotta, I gotta show off. I got a guitar. You guys don't better, have a guitar. It's better than Jimmy's guitar. Yeah. You know? it's... Look at this sucker. <laughs> like, you know, then it's it's more of you know selfish desires that's driving you to to be like that. But yeah, I think it's a condition in your heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You go both ways. Yeah. Um, I don't even know how I got to that point, but <laughs> I don't. I don't know either. <laughs> but we got to that point. I think it's being like being persistent and like humbling yourself. Because sometimes we do take stuff for granted and we don't realize how good we really have it until, like, it's taken away. Like, this freedom we have right now 
in this world and well in this country you know it could you would like government could be like you know what it could it could yeah no i i can i can see is things are getting pretty bad hmm. now nineveh was really bad but they was doing a lot of the same things we were doing right the only thing was is like there was no churches there was no christians there was no people that believed in god here, there's like, we're kind of balancing the scale. Because there's a lot of church, especially in Naples, there's a church every two miles. Yeah. Right? Around the, the rest of the United States, I'm sure there's a lot of other churches also. Uh, I just know in Naples, because that's where I'm from. That's the only place I've been, you know. There's a lot of churches here. You know, and I feel like, you know, we're kind of weighing the scale. Because I know in, uh, what was it, Sodom and, Gomor- Sodom and Gomorrah, where um, Lot was, and then he was like... yeah. Asking God if if uh, you know if I can find five people. No, that I, I think that was um Abraham. That? I read that today. Abraham, Abraham was okay. um I he, think God was making his way to Sodom, and Abraham was like, like well he's going to Sodom to go destroy mm-hmm. him. And Abraham's like, what about if there's fifty people that's righteous? Are you still going to destroy him? I was like, no, I won't reach. Yeah. And about forty. What about thirty? And so on and so on. He was like, yeah. and he if there's only like. Wasn't and if if there's if there was no righteous people in America, I'm sure the end would have came. Or, well, America's not the whole world, but when there's like no more righteous people in America, God's gonna scoop up the rest of them. The rapture's gonna happen. Well, I guess there's none left. And there's gonna be like a few, but it's gonna be really bad because the less Christians there are, really the worse it's gonna get because there's no other moral standard than than Christianity really because everything else is relative. You know, the Constitution, it's got a standard, but that standard changes. The Bible's not changing, all right? The Christian, the Christian faith is the only one that's stayed the same the whole, the whole 8,000 years the earth has been around. Mm-hmm. You know, the, God has never changed anything. What he says goes and goes forevermore. You know, yeah. once Christians go kaput, you know, I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm pretty sure the end will come soon. But... We're hanging on because there's a lot of Christians around. But we, we are, yeah, we are here, and we're st- yeah. still trying to spread, spread the word, <laughs> spread the love. <laughs> China's, we, we're, we're still here, trying to spread the word, uh-huh. trying to spread the love. Yeah. Because sometimes people <laughs> want to make it seem like, oh, sometimes Christians are too harsh, and like I ain't gonna lie, there are some, some, some that do, yeah, there are some that do judge to the to the extent to the point where it's like bro like relax but Those the are, ones that have the true love in them the the love of god in them you're gonna see like this is out of like their heart this is out of love like like i don't want to see anybody in hell yeah. i don't see anybody in hell yeah i've seen a lot of preachers on online or on instagram that are teaching the the uh the message of repentance repent and and turn to god and uh, Jesus, that was Jesus' first couple of teachings. He would teach the people, hey, repent. You know, John the Baptist also did that. It was like a pre, pre uh, what was it called? Like the, he was saucing everybody up for Jesus, you know. Prerequisite. Um, like an appetizer. You know? it's, it's prerequisite, I think pre- it's called. Something like that. <laughs> <laughs> he, was ap- he was the appetizer for Jesus, and Jesus <clears throat> was the main course. So he was getting everybody ready for uh, Jesus, and he was teaching you know, repent of your sins and everything. And I've seen street preachers uh, preaching that, and they're not doing anything evil. They're yelling because they're trying to be loud. Yeah, but like, 
they're not doing anything wrong. They're not punching people on the floor like, repent of your sins and everything. But they I mean, still get persecuted. They get persecuted by the people or they get they get caught by the police and everything. So those preachers are getting persecuted. And that's bad news for us. Because mm -hmm. if we don't step up, if we're not ready for it, it's going to come bite us in the butt when we're not ready. Yeah, I've, I've seen some of those videos too. There are some that do truly, like, they have the love of God and they're doing it correctly i but i would say there are some that just like it's like bro where's the love in the message dude mm -hmm. i i understand that you're yeah. trying to get the message to them but like just telling people like hey you're going to hell like like we said earlier you yeah know, it, people don't go off like brains a lot of no, the time they a go lot off of the times yeah they go off feeling it's like if someone if you walk if you're like put yourself in like you're walking you, you're just like hey you're going to hell because you are doing this and, and this and this, and it's just like, <laughs> like, what? Are you it's talking like, about, what? Of dude. course you're gonna, of like, course you're gonna you're find people yeah. agitated and mad. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta do it in a different post where there is love in it. It's like, hey, yeah, really, yeah. Come to God, you know. Come to Jesus. Like, what you're doing right now is not going to fulfill you. It's not going to fulfill you. You may, you, you may go home tonight and you think, hey, life is good, but you're still gonna have that hole. And you're gonna, you're asking yourself, why, why do I still feel this hole in me? And it's because you don't have, you don't, you haven't put God first in your life, and in that, in, in in that concept, you could, you could tell them about your testimony, tell them how God has changed you, and and tell them how God changed a bunch of people in the Bible. You know, like a lot of people deal with a lot of things in this life, and. A lot of people in this world think it's not in the Bible, but it is in the Bible. Right? Yeah, there's a lot of stuff in the Bible that we want. I want to bring to light, but like, it's in the Bible. The whole thing. You, yeah, you can't explain. You can't explain the whole Bible in the street. You're trying to evangelize the people. Like, it's gonna be hard. <laughs> mm -hmm. So you gotta, you gotta. That's why some preachers they try to like put it in a small like, I don't want to say paragraph, but like a short little summary of like, this is where it is, and this and, and this and that. And so that's why I do give props to street preachers because. They have to do a lot to be able to get the message across to people yeah. while still having people, you know, antagonize them, them and, yeah. and stuff like that. So, Yell like, at them. I've seen someone yelling at like, oh, that'd be so annoying. Like, shut up. You know, yelling at them right behind their head. Like, ah, like, <laughs> oh, go But I say there is nothing that could overcome God's love. And if you do it through, if you're, if you're preaching the word through God's love, you're going to be fine. Mm -hmm. And if you're preaching the truth, there's nothing that's going to defeat the truth. Absolutely nothing. And God said, if you preach my word, okay, I'm paraphrasing. He didn't <laughs> say that. Okay, but he, he said he said something along the lines like, like who's going to judge you? <laughs> if whatever you do, they're not going to get the final say. The people around you aren't going to get the final say. I'm going to get the final say. Mm -hmm. So if you're out there preaching and everyone hates you for it, when you come to heaven... I'm gonna I'm gonna have you come come in with open arms, you know. Yeah. He's gonna give you a biggest hug, like, dude, you were awesome back there, you know. They didn't like you, but dude, I love you, man. And everybody in heaven, you know, we love you, bro. Like that's that's gonna be an awesome feeling, you know. Do everything you do for the glory of God, you know, for God to serve God. Every yeah. single thing to serve God. Yeah. You know? It's uh yeah it, it it's a mindset. Yeah, sometimes. I gotta wake up in the morning. Um, some, I mean, and sometimes I forget, but I try to wake up in the morning, and uh, like, okay, gotta get your mind set on heavenly things, because really, this earth, earth is temporary, and temporary anything compared to eternity, 
it's it's like a zero to a hundred difference. Like that you can't see the difference. It's ridiculous. It's crazy. Imagine living in eternity. Yeah, no, you can't really do that because it's not. You know, we can't really comprehend. <laughs> can't eternity. process it. Yeah, it's just it's just not something we were made to do. You can't comprehend infinity. So, but um, yeah. What? The 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 greatest commandment is love God first with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and love others. It's also the most effective way to evangelize. Yeah. Through love, through emotions, show some emotion when you're telling people about stuff. You know. <laughs> Ow. <laughs> but yeah yeah if you're gonna if you're going to evangelize do it make sure make sure you do your study you know make sure you you, you do your study you do your due diligence and continue seeking the lord because some people think it's so easy and just go wild and do it but sometimes you're going to run into someone that knows what they're talking about and they could put you in a corner to where like hey you know you know you're not ready for it. <laughs> you're not ready for it but um that's okay though it's it's okay but i say i'm i'm going i'm it, but gonna... you should you should take heave and actually do your study especially on on um other beliefs and continue to let the holy spirit guide you mm -hmm. because when you're out there preaching you know anything could happen it's free game you know, um, you had a verse. Yeah, no, no, I was just leaving because I was reading, <laughs> I was reading this this other week, and I, I knew there was something in here that was cool, but I forgot. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's like it's free game when you're out there, you know, and there's nothing to be like scary. There's nothing scary about it, especially if you have God by your side. But like, don't go in there thinking. Don't go in there thinking you don't have to do any study. You're just gonna just go out there and go crazy and start get um what's the word you start making disciples left and right because you know you're you're preaching fearless. work yeah you're fearless no you gotta do your due diligence do your study and and make sure you know what you're you're saying because a lot of people will again people will judge what you're saying and who you're saying it for it's like yeah but what about such and such he's over here preaching about jesus too and what you guys saying is not really matching <laughs> as long as you're with the bible it always matches yeah the bible yeah matches with the bible every single time yeah uh yeah i would say all all this to say you know is there is persecution but there's joy in the battles there's peace in god there's there's self-control every good thing comes from god we're going to be in heaven later all right so don't worry about it. The Bible says not to worry. And if you're worrying now, stop it. All right? So no worrying. All right, we're going to change the subject a little bit to lighten the mood. Um, but complimenting people. Complimenting people is a big, big, big game changer for, for inside your church, outside your... Well, it doesn't really matter uh, depending on where it is. But inside your church mainly... Um, lately, I've been seeing, you know, people, all, a lot of people complaining and a lot of people saying this and that about other people, gossip and stuff like that. And I was thinking, like, oh, my goodness. Like, if everyone was, was saying, you know, you look so good today, you know, not fake compliments, but, like, look at him. What, what's he got? What's he got? He's got cool shoes or something like that, you know, like, 
I don't know. You got nice. You got nice eyes. <laughs> <laughs> but but like complimenting people, not not so much complaining. When it comes to complaining, the better solution to use your breath would be find a solution. All right. Instead of complaining coming out of your mouth, a solution could come out of your mouth. Now sometimes people don't want to hear solutions. Sometimes people don't want to hear complaining. It doesn't matter. But a solution is better than complaining every time. All right. It doesn't matter what the person wants to hear in every single scenario, but a solution is always better than complaining. Now, complimenting is better than gossip. All right. When you're talking about someone, say something nice about them every time. And when you catch yourself saying something mean to them, it's okay. You're forgiven. But say something nice to them afterwards. You can catch up. You know. Always pick your brothers and sisters up. You know. Yeah. Always. Um. I don't think I really have. Yeah. You should. Live your life complimenting people because um, you never know what they're going through. Um, mm -hmm. Someone could be going through the hardest of times. And I know they, they might be mean at the moment. Like, I work at a grocery store. So, like, you could sometimes get a lot of people that are, like, rude or they're mean or they're saying negative things. But most of the time, if you just, you know, smile, like, I hope you have a glad, uh, a, a good day. And such and such. No matter what the response is. Yeah, it doesn't even matter what they say. Just say it. Because, again, you don't know what they're going through. And mm -hmm. instead of adding to the fire, you can extinguish the fire. Or, I don't know, mm -hmm. kind of cool it down a little bit. But, um... Yeah. yeah. Less complaints. Com complaining. <laughs> less complaining and more com com compliments. Yeah. Yeah, it also helps show love. That's yeah. one of our commandments. That's the biggest commandment. Jesus said it was the biggest commandment. Alright, so love your friends. Love your neighbors. Love everybody. And it could go so low as to saying hi to somebody that doesn't get said hi to. Yeah. And that could be just as important as, as complimenting them. And I know there's different levels. Okay, at our church, my, my pastor, my uh, head pastor likes to hug everybody. Comes up to you, gives you a hug or like tickles you or something. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> But, uh, you know, a lot of people at the church, they like to give <coughs> hugs and stuff. You know, me, I kind of like giving hugs, but not really. You know, I'll dab people up, but I, 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 try, I, I don't really like giving hugs to random people. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I know you, may I'll give you a hug. But, like, if I don't know you, you know, you don't have to give people hugs. You don't have to do anything dramatic. Just say hi to some people. Hey, what's up? You know, something like that. Something small. And start small and, and go higher, you know? That's yeah, really I, don't, I don't think I would. I only hug certain people, but I, oh, I, it's weird because I try to hug only, <laughs> I only, I dap up all the guys, like I would dap up guys, yeah. but like I'll hug females, but like now it's like usually specific, like people I would probably hug because I'm not really a hugger, but yeah. if someone wants a hug, I'm not going to stop them from like, Hey, yeah, don't hug me. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> it is. Yeah. I guess it's your preference. I don't. Yeah. Well, for uh, this week we are um, doing worship. We're still trying to start up our band. We've done it a couple times. You know, we only have a piano player, so mm -hmm. it's not really a band band. But you know, it's it, it's getting there. We got a couple singers. Um, worship. That was a topic we were just talking about before the podcast. You know, worship. It does take a little bit of knowing how to do it and a little bit of practice to get better at worship um me personally it was hard to focus 
that's one thing. You know, when I'm worshiping, is I don't really forget the hand motions, forget everything like outside of my body, inside of my body. When I close my eyes, I focus on God. You know, whether I'm praising Him for something He did, asking Him for something, or just talking to Him, or just saying praising Him. Sometimes I think to Him, or I think about Him, and I'm like praising Him, praising Him, and I start thinking about something random like my drum set or something and then I'd start thinking about sticks outside or something <laughs> like, a, like a pool and then my mind is all lost and then before you know it you're, you're like saving the people in the congregation from a shooter what? Yeah, I've seen I, I know it's not only me it's probably it's you're probably Instagram. you're probably daydreaming <laughs> yeah they don't daydream. Daydream. <laughs> what, daydream. oh, what am I thinking about sometimes it's harder to focus on God than other times and you know Worship time comes at six, seven o'clock every Wednesday, six o'clock at night every Sunday, and then nine a.m. and eleven a.m. You know whether I'm ready for it or not. You know it's still gonna be worship. What do I do? Mm -hmm. You know sometimes it's hard to focus, but you know closing your eyes and saying things that you know to say. You don't have to feel it. You can just know what to say. Like thank you, Jesus. That's something you can always say. Thank you, Jesus. Sometimes I say it over and over. Because sometimes I feel silly. Sometimes I say it in my head so I don't feel silly. Because sometimes what distracts me are the people around me. Now that's something a lot of people, a lot of people can um, identify with. Uh, being distracted by the people around you or the peer pressure that makes you like not want to sing. If no one behind you is singing or your friends are just like standing there like this, it makes you want to stand there like this, like the same way they're doing it. But um, I would say for the uh, when you're not feeling the worship, just just say thank you, Jesus. You know, God, you're good. Think of things that you can be thankful for. I'm sure there's things for people to be thankful for. Uh, for yeah, there actually is for every single person. There's something to be thankful for. Even the most poor people on the planet, because if they have breath, they can thank God for it. Yeah. Yeah. And you could go to where um. Stop worrying about like what people are thinking about you when you're worshiping. Because I know a lot of people are like, "Hey man, uh, they're gonna watch me do this. They're gonna watch me put my hands up in the air. They're gonna this and that." But don't worry about it. Yeah, if you if you're having trouble worshiping with people around, I'll say do this. Like just close your eyes, and Alex had kind of said it earlier, but like close your eyes and just. Just listen to the like the music. If you don't know the lyrics, just listen to the music, hum it, sway back and forth a little bit. Just let just just try to just connect with God, because after you after you 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 have all your focus on God, you're not gonna care who's watching you, and there's a high chance exactly, during during exactly. during that time you might put your hands up, you might get on your knees, you you you're gonna just want it. You you're gonna just have that 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 hunger to just praise God during that worship. And um, that's something I've been hearing these past couple of weeks in like young adults, Alex, is like, don't try to put, because at this point you're putting the focus on you instead of mm -hmm. putting it on God. Yeah. And you're worried about what people are thinking, but this should be your time of praising God and, and worshiping him, um, you know? Yeah. And I know, again, I already said it, but like you say you don't know the lyrics of a song, just just hum it. Just hum it. Just like, you know, just sway back and forth and just any, uh, is there any type of forms of worship? 
I know what you said with like talking and like uh, if you don't know, you could just talk to God. Thank God. Thank you, God, for the, this. And you could pray even during that worship. The time of worship is like literally a time you could try. You could connect with God. So like to try to make it seem like, oh, you're worried about what everybody else is thinking about what you're doing. Most of the time, they're not even paying attention to you. But like in times of worship, try to really connect with God during that time. Try to let the Holy Spirit move in you because maybe that's where God, when the, you probably been seeking, you, you probably had questions throughout the week and you've been seeking answers. You haven't been getting answers. Mm -hmm. This could be the time God might answer you, you know? Like, it's more of like, don't waste the opportunities during worship, just standing there. Yeah. And that's something, you know, everybody's trying to work on that. You know, not everybody wants to stand there and just, <laughs> like, it, it's a it's a thing that takes practice. But like, like, if you have an opportunity to worship God, worship him full heartedly, you know, mm -hmm. get into it. And if it's if people think you're crazy, then you're crazy. But God don't see it crazy. He's, he's looking down. He's like, my son, look at my son. Look at my daughter. He's praising me. He's proud of you. He's pr yeah. like, it, daddy's proud of you. you know, who, who, who cares? Who cares what, who cares what they say? You know, who cares? It don't matter, man. Just go ahead. If you wanna, if you wanna do a whole dance, dance move, go ahead, do a backflip. I don't care. <laughs> Sometimes we're feeling sad, happy. Everyone's at a different spot during worship. But one thing that'll always be able to be done for any any maturity of any Christian is thanking. You know, thanking God. Thank you for this. Thank you for that. Thank you for this. Thank you for that. It's something. It's it's easy, and it helps you focus on God. I actually prayed to God a couple times, like God, help me focus on you because. I keep focusing on you, and then my mind will trip, and then I'll go to, to the people around me mm -hmm. looking at me like, oh, okay, I can't do this, this, and that. Like, whoa, 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 relax. Just focus on God. Mm -hmm. You can pray for focus on God, you know? You could also pray for boldness. We talked about it last week. Yeah, boldness. Boldness really helps. Boldness, you, you forget boldness. about those people. They don't even exist anymore, mm -hmm. you know? And I'll say a, a funny, it's not, well, it's not even a funny story. It's just something that I notice at the camp. They're like, there's like even you know we were talking about different um forms of worship but there was like one dude right during worship like he was like break dancing it looked like he was break dancing <laughs> like yeah i i it looked like break dancing maybe i'm wrong but like he was just like like moving his body like he was just moving his body he wasn't worried about nobody he was just moving moving his body there was also one person during worship he was just like walking up and down the aisle just walking up and down the aisle. It's like, you don't have to... Maybe maybe standing still is your worship, you know? I'm not saying it's not a bad thing, but, like, mm -hmm. if if it's to, if you're only standing during worship because you're worried about what people are thinking, that's when it's like, come on. It's a condition of the heart. Yeah. A condition of your heart. Now, only you know for yourself what your heart is feeling, but God also does. All right. Mm -hmm. Now God's not gonna force you to to dance or anything. He's not gonna force you to do anything. We have free will. Yeah, you don't have to dance. But, yeah. You don't have to dance. But it's beneficial to you mm -hmm. to get into worship, do do whatever, to be free. All right. When there's peer pressure, you're not free. When you're on your phone and then that thought comes, you get off your phone, but you stay on the phone. You're not free. You're not completely free. Mm -hmm. You should be able to get off your phone whenever you want. Sometimes I catch myself on my phone and then I'm like, I'm not free from this. But I keep scrolling. 
it's like you know it's it's usually like nine o'clock at night and like i need to go to bed it's a habit but that you I'm, haven't broken yet it's a habit that you haven't broken yet it takes it takes it takes practice it's not nothing to look like upon to like oh yeah i'll never break this it takes practice maybe you put your phone afar off or give it to someone during the time where you don't want to use your phone yeah and then once you get into the habit like oh i don't really need my phone then you're not really going to use your phone yeah i was really thinking of getting a flip phone I really was. I really was thinking of getting a football. We are going to do a worship podcast to where it's Amen. only it's only gonna we're just gonna only do worship. Maybe we'll maybe we'll try a live stream. But because oh, I, I, I think that will work perfectly to where like we won't have to I don't think we won't have to edit anything. We just like live stream with just worship and I don't care. but yes worship. look out, we're gonna show, maybe we'll do it when we change locations because this place is kind of small oh, this place is cramped but it, it, the phone <laughs> makes it look big but this thing is like ain't enough space in here maybe once we change locations we'll do we're, we're we are planning to do a worship podcast and we probably do more depending how the first one goes but like and worship nights worship okay, nights going to a park we're, i got a guitar once i learn a couple songs I'm gonna, you know playing the guitar i don't care i like <laughs> the whole community you know? we are definitely are going to do different things on the channel like we said and and yeah now now you could go now we're gonna we're gonna close <laughs> this because i actually have to go to the bathroom my leg is moving too much all right i'm alex this is ruben and we are Perfect reaching for you, for you.